Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 20th. It is 420 day. Um, potheads will know exactly. You'll, you'll be seeing pot memes all day on your social media um, and, and probably group texts, all of these uh, fun ones. And I'm sure Elon will be all over this. There, there's a reason today is Tesla's earnings day, um, 420, and he's been talking about that. Um, remember, he, uh, the, the, the big famous tweet of Tesla was going to take the company private at 420. So, and he swears again, he, court filings say he didn't have funding for that, but he swears he did. Um, elephant in the room, alert, alert, Netflix earnings. Um, they didn't announce a gaming uh, uh, option. Uh, they announced a 200,000 loss, their first uh, net loss of subscribers. Uh, they also said they will probably lose 2 million subscribers um, over the, the next quarter. Um, it tanked. I mean, it's, it's opening up around 250. Let's see where it's at right now. Um, here's my take on this. Uh, it, well, before I give my take, yeah, it's at 252. It's continuing to slide. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I, I, I'm interested in this, but here's my take on this. Um, Hastings said they're looking at ad-supported subscription. All of the analysts have brought down their price target. This is kind of why I hate analysts is because their price targets of five, six hundred dollars when when the stock was trading at three fifty just made no sense. Nothing. There was nothing about that that made sense. And then all of a sudden, uh, when they announce earnings, boom, uh, they they bring it down. Deutsche Bank had a $465 price target. They just brought it down to 300. It's trading at 252 right now. Um, Hastings said they're looking at an ad-supported subscription. Um, in my mind, I don't care what subscription level you do. Um, if you're a shareholder of this company, uh, you're hoping that all they do is crack down on sharing passwords. Um, that will get them, you know, they, they, they won't lose 200 to 2 million subs next quarter if they crack down on passwords. Um, you, you look at the other streaming services, you know, there's no crackdown of passwords, but Netflix is the daddy of them all. Um, you look at Apple TV, Apple's up today. Why? Because Apple has a low volume, a high quality streaming service. Um, Netflix has a high volume lower quality. Their originals are great. They, they, you know, they, they do a fantastic job uh, with the, 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 the quote-unquote supply chain of their uh, content. Um, but honestly, everything's down. I mean, you look at Disney, it's down 7%. Uh, well, let's look at Disney. Um, Paramount was down 7%, I think it was. Disney is down um, 131 to 125 it's trading at, and it's at its lows. I mean, again, I think it got down to 124 at some point last night. Um, but it's just, again, Disney, and I was telling my friend, Disney, in my mind, is the Microsoft of the early two, two, um, 2000, 2000 to 2010. If you look at Microsoft stock from 2000 to 2010, it did nothing. The reason was the company was kind of lost in this little, okay, we're going to count on Windows. Well, Disney's counting on their content uh, across multiple, multiple uh, platforms, the parks, streaming, uh, TV, um, you know, entertainment movies. It's all over the place. Um, and, and there's no cohesive strategy there uh, the, the, you know, Disney's right now they're, they're They were pulled forward just like Netflix. I mean, Netflix even mentioned it. Reed Hastings, I think, mentioned it on the last call. Hey, we were pulled uh, forward. Uh, by the pandemic, you know, we grew, uh, they're getting killed now. Disney, their $190 price target that was hit on March 19th of last year. Um, again, $190 on March 19th of last year. Um, they are at 125 today. This is a bellwether stock. This is something that Disney's not going away. Um, their PE ratio is 76 right now. Uh, which I think I don't, that can't be right, but 
at, at, at 125, again, I, I liken it to Microsoft. They're going to flounder. They're going to do, and at some point, this is going to come back to 190. Um, I'm not willing to put my money in because a lot of people, you know, Jim Cramer said, oh, Disney at 150, got to buy it at 150. 160, absolutely you buy Disney at 160. Jim Cramer has been all over this on the way down. Um, I'm not blaming him because, again, it's a bellwether company. You don't, you know, it, it's only got 1% short interest in, in the stock. So even the shorts don't think that this one can go down further. But the reality is it probably will. It pro- will probably flounder. Uh, my suggestion on Netflix, um, let's look at Netflix in the algorithm. Because this will create the largest gap that Netflix has seen. And like I said yesterday, there's a gap between 408 and 507. So between 400 and 500, there's an enormous gap in this stock. Um, And that comes from the last earnings on January 20th when they announced. So you're going to have a gap here from 350 down to 250. So you've got two $100 gaps in this stock. Um, That will most likely get filled at some point. But this is not done going down. Um, this is going to be completely oversold. I think we're going to open up around 250 on Netflix. Uh, my guess is that we hit 235 at some point. There is, I mean, you've got to go back, way back on this one. Let me go see where the, I think this is pre-pandemic kind of prices. Um, yeah, you're looking at uh, 291 was the COVID low. Um, I've got to go back to a weekly chart on this one, um, to get back to today's levels. There is support here at, it looks like, I want to say 230. I mean, I, I'm guessing 235 is where it hits today, but there was a bounce in 2018 um, that went down to 2.30, right around Christmas week right there. Um, it looks like the, it went down to uh, 2.31.23 during that week. <clears throat> and then there was a bounce up. You've had a couple of these bounces, but this one by far is, is the largest downturn that you're seeing. Um, even COVID didn't pull this thing down that much. Um, if you look at a weekly chart. So uh, I do think that, that you're looking at 230, 235 on this one. Um, I've told friends that's exactly where I would get in. Um, there was a joke, and I retweeted this one uh, yesterday, that uh, because of the gap, um, you could buy uh, June 17th calls with a bull spread option of 500, and you could 100 times your money. What moron is thinking that this one's going back to 500 by June 17th? There is no, no way, no way this is going back to 500. So uh, another joke, Bill Ackman once again uh, throws his hat in the ring. Uh, January 26th by 3 million shares. It was trading at $400. So this guy just lost 50% of his money. Uh, 40% of his money. Um, I wonder if he's been selling on the way down because obviously it's been, it's been going down. Um, it went down from uh, the January 20th when they announced earnings. Um, that's when he put money into it after the earnings, I think. And again, it's $400 at that point. <clears throat> you wrote it all the way down to 331. Then you had a nice little pop here from 331 up to about $400. Um, the high was 396, it looks like, on March 29th. Um, and you, you would have gotten out with a nice 3% gain in that buy, um, buying it at March 17th in the algorithm. But again, that's a, a, a you know, the performance chart over 1,000 on this one. And again, this is a growth company. Um, performance chart in the algo is minus 30%. If you would have just bought and held, you would lose 19%. So there is no reason to buy this stock other than to get in. I will place a small, probably $5,000 buy on this one if it gets down into the 230s. Uh, I want to see what it does on open. 
Um, but that's the big, big news of the day. Um, let's see what else we, oh, Lululemon, um, which I've been watching. It's funny because when I was up in um, New Jersey, I think it was over Christmas, uh, one of my mother's friends was mentioning Lululemon and how much she enjoyed the clothes and I was going to buy it. Um, but it was just too expensive for me. And that was around $380. Um, and the algo triggered it at 388. And I said, you know, it's just, it's too much. I, I, don't, I see it popping and, and I didn't want to. And then it just continued to trail lower. And down at $300, I said, you know, it's probably beaten up too much. I probably should get in. Well, before I even know it, you, you were in this one in the algorithm March 17th, you know, a month ago at 304. Um, well, today, this one's trading at 404. And I believe in pre-market, it is up because Lululemon came out with a plan. Um, they announced growth plans and raised their targets. Uh, the 52-week high on this one is 485. Today in pre-market, you're trading at 409. Um, this is after a big run-up yesterday from the 400 mark. So um, they announced plans. They will double their revenue. Um, this may go back to its highs. Uh, they'll double their revenue by 2026 to $12.5 billion. This stock, I think, is a buy at this point. Um, I would probably look to it for it going from 400 to um, 485. Right now, though, the the um, RSI is at 69. It's at 70. You guys know I don't buy anything up there. There's a gap here between 348 and 356. Um, with the earnings that was announced on March 28th. Um, so going right into earnings, it was going up. Um, you do have a golden cross happening on the four hour chart, which means it hasn't happened on the daily yet. Um, but it's getting close. I mean, you're probably a week away from that. But again, I think the 485 mark, um, the 52 week high, which was set actually on, let's see, uh, November 16th. So November 16th, you're looking at that, um, for, it went all the way up to 477 that day. Uh, and closed at 467. So you're looking at at quite a bit. Um, or I'm sorry, 485 was November 16th here um, on the daily. But you're looking at quite a bit, quite a bit of movement up. Uh, I don't think that you chase it, but it should be on your list. Um, let's go over some of the things that we mentioned yesterday. Ford was up again. Ford is a buy in the algorithm. At 15.50, it's trading at, it closed at 16.15 yesterday. Um, this is one that I've been watching for a couple of days. It should be on the hype train. Um, Qualcomm was up yesterday. All the chips were up yesterday. This is one that has an entry at 141.05. You're trading right at that price as it closed yesterday. So you can get in on the algorithm. Again, the algorithm performance chart is 34% versus an 86% um, buy and hold strategy. And I do believe there's this gap here between 139 and 153. So I think getting in today, you could look at closing that, that gap. The 50-day is starting to turn uh, positive. The 200-day just started turning negative at the, be the um, beginning of April. Um, so you, you've got some, some skepticism here. Uh, Simon Properties is one that was up yesterday. Again, like I said, you can get this one. You can get a 5% dividend. The uh, buy-in was 128. It closed at 131 yesterday. Um, I think this is a good one. Uh, UCL, um, we saw some weakness on oil. Um, this one went down yesterday. Let's see where it is today. Um, UCO is trading at, uh, it closed at 162. It's at 166 today. Uh, this one tanked all the way from 170. I mean, it was just in a downward spiral yesterday. People are not paying attention to oil. That's the time to buy. Um, again, trade this one. This one is on weakness. Um, the big one for today that I've been watching and I've been mentioning for a while is Tesla. <clears throat> and Phil LeBeau on CNBC doesn't think that Elon will be on the call. Uh, he doesn't. Elon probably will not make mention of anything. Uh, t uh, Twitter related, but I do think he, he may be on that call. I think we're going to get some news about 
Um, one of the things that's going to weigh on the stock is the Shanghai closing. That was expected to be a week. Um, it's turned into two, three weeks now. Uh, and the other thing in China is you've got supply issues. Um, the suppliers haven't. Been, so even if the, the uh, factory has opened up, they've got supply chain issues where they can't produce the cars because their suppliers um, have a, a problem. Um, so uh, I, I think that's one. Um, it could ha In the algorithm, it could have a MACD cross-up. I posted this yesterday. It could have a MACD cross-up um, right before earnings. It, looking at yesterday's candles, um, it does look like there could be a MACD cross-up uh, right before earnings. The last time it happened uh, in the algorithm was July 2021, where it quickly got you out with a sell. So it wasn't, didn't perform very well. Um, but over the next quarter, it ran up from $666 to $1,200 by the next earnings call. So uh, I think that's an opportunity. Um, again, Netflix has shown us don't always go into earnings and expect something great. Tesla's up 0.71. It's at 1035 Like I said, anything under $1,000 you should buy. If it doesn't go under $1,000 today, I don't think you start a position because that's just too risky. Um, if you see that it's running in the after hours, maybe buy in and, and, and participate in the run. Next one that I wanted to talk about is another chip, AMD. We've got a MACD cross-up here, um, and I do think that you're going to see, um, oh, come on, I lost my MACD. Um, there we go. Uh, I think you're going to see a MACD cross-up on this one uh, in either today or tomorrow. Uh, it actually looks like the morning candle today is going to get it. You're trading at 96. Anything under 100, I think, is a buy on this one. <clears throat> I think it's a good opportunity for you to get in here. Um, uh, that's one that I think is, is a good one. They've got earnings coming up on, um, oh, let me see. Uh, it looks like May 3rd. So May 3rd is their earnings. AMD, great company. It's on a downward spiral. Um, this had, you know, again, the, the assumption is that um, the chips will have a glut of chips that suppliers are over ordering and that cancels will come in, blah, blah, blah. AMD, in my mind, I've, I'm in at 113. Um, I will definitely dollar cost average on this one because I don't mind buying more of the company. I think they're a good company. Amazon. Um, we had a trigger yesterday uh, to buy at 31.62. It is trading at 31.62. Let me see where it is in pre-market. It is at 31.60. So you can get in prior, even lower. Um, they've got earnings coming up on April 28th. Um, so that's a buy. You know, again, the MACD crossed up. The RSI is only at 53. Uh, the 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 volume charts screaming that this one's going to 33 30 32 3300 you got a golden cross of the um 50 over the uh 200 day so i think you do have an opportunity there um etsy is one that i own um this is one that uh i own etsy sorry i had to stop it uh we have a buy in at 118 it's trading at 115 I would caveat this. I do own Etsy. Um, let's see, where's my buy-in at Etsy? I bought it way back in 2020 at 127. Um, so I am down on this one um, by 10%. Uh, I will caveat, it has been in a downward spiral. They have earnings coming up on May 4th. This one may be one of those Netflix style where it's a pandemic winner. And as stores open, Etsy may not be benefiting as much. Um, you know, I look at the insiders, they're selling. The insiders are selling. They're not necessarily buying. Uh, but we did have a MACD cross up. One that I do believe in, and I do believe will come back uh, with a MACD cross up, is GBTC. We had a buy, uh, buy at $30.16 yesterday. 
The RSI is at 54. Bitcoin has been floundering a little bit. The last purchase we had was March 17th um, at $26. You got out with a nice 10% gain on April 8th. Here we go again. You've got a nice um, head and shoulders pattern kind of uh, peaking up here. So uh, I think this is, again, you could play this one for a good 10% move. This one performance chart, um, over a thousand candles, 107% versus 258% buying and holding. Um, you only had eight wins, 19 losses on the, uh, the, the algorithm. So uh, the average win was 32%. The average loss, 7%. So I think the downside on this one, you're not looking at a huge downside, but you are looking at a good upside. Um, the 50-day is moving towards the 200-day, but the 200-day is moving down. Um, G-O-O-G-L, um, Google, uh, it did not cross up. It will cross up on the today's, today's 2,600. Um, that's a good price target for you. But I think 2600 is a um, great price. In fact, I just bought some at, I think, 2600 um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, 2620 uh, on March 17th, uh, I purchased uh, with the algorithm. I did not get out. This is one that I don't get out of, but I did purchase it. So I'm back down to where I purchased it. Whereas I could have gotten out with a nice, um, what, 5 6% if I had sold it just under 3000 um, the 200 day is moving down on the four hour chart, but the 50 day is moving up. So you're going to have a cross here and it looks like about 2,700. They come out with earnings next week, April 26th. It's a big one. Um, and I'll do a, a comparison of G O O G L and G O O G. Um, because one subscriber max, I think it was pointed out that when Google buys back their shares, they're actually buying G O O G. Um, and that's a good point. I just got to research it. But if they are buying back GOOG, that might perform a little bit better. Um, I used to own both because I was a early investor in Google. Um, and when they split to those two uh, ones, I, I wound up getting both. Um, I wound up selling my GOOG and just keeping GOOGL um, because GOOGL has the voting rights. That's the only reason. Um, Microsoft, there is a potential. Let me see if it did cross up. Um, Microsoft did not cross up, but it probably will in the next few candles. Uh, you're trading at 285. They have earnings coming out April 26th. I can't imagine why this one would, would have struggles. Um, teams, you know, it, is this a pandemic winner? I don't think so. Um, this is a, a pretty big cloud. Um, you know, companies are moving to the cloud. You've got teams, um, you know, you look at zoom and all of the others, they're just not putting it together. Microsoft has the complete suite of packages. So I'm a believer. I think this one easily goes back to 300. <clears throat> um, the 52, uh, the 200 day, I'm sorry, is at 308. Um, the 50 day is at 298. You can look at those. There's a gap here between 295 and 292. I think if you can get in under 290 on this one, I think it's golden. It's trading at 285. Um, I, I think you're looking, going into earnings, I think this is one that you probably want to own. The RSI is low enough. It's at 41. Uh, I'm anticipating a, um, a MACD cross-up on this one. The last purchase you had at 289 on March 16th, you sold out with a 4% gain at April 7th. Um, the algorithm performs 26% over a thousand candles. Um, the buy and hold is 64%. Um, with the algorithm, you had 24 total positions. Eight of them were wins. Um, the, the, the average win was 8%. The average loss was two and a half percent. So you, you, you've, you don't have a super volatile stock here and it's been on an upward trajectory and now it's just kind of pulling back. Um, I don't think you're, you're bad on that one. Um, one that I own, Teradyne, um, reporting earnings on uh, 426. Um, we just had a buy yesterday, uh, $111. I do own this one. I own this one in a brokerage account, so it's taxable. Um, my average purchase price is 119. I'm down 6% on it. Um, it's a small, small, it's only $5,000. So it was a small purchase. I ran it all the way up to uh, its 52-week high at 168 and did not sell. 
nah, poor me. Uh, but those small ones are, you know, again, my portfolio is kind of tough to manage with these small ones because there's so many small ones that I get into, but I don't trigger myself on getting out to. And again, um, I will tell you, Trendspider is the greatest platform that I have because what I should be doing is setting up a text alert for the sell on my, all of my sales, uh, all of my purchases, um, and then I'll get a text on a candle where it tells me to sell. So I, I should have done that. I did not um, for a couple of these, Teradyne and, and a couple of the ones that I really liked, but <clears throat> I should. Um, Target, TGT. Uh, I brought this one up a few weeks ago. And again, it, it was an algorithm trigger, uh, a buy at 227. We're 246 today. That's a nice 10% move. This one's been going straight up. Um, they report earnings on uh, 518. I don't expect this one to to pull back much between now and then. It's at 247. Um, the 10 day volume is 4.1 million. 90 day volume is 4.1 million. It's right on target. This is going back to its 52 week high of 268. I, I'm convinced of that. You can't tell me that a Target store that you go into isn't absolutely filled. Um, it absolutely is. So um, I do think that that you're looking at a, a good opportunity here. Um, the RSI is. At 76, I probably wouldn't buy it today. Wait for it to come down. My guess is you'll have an opportunity to buy this at 240. I don't think you're getting the 227 again, though. Um, the 50-day is crossing the 200-day today uh, on the four-hour chart. So you're getting the golden cross right there. Um, Walmart has been an absolute tear uh, of recent. And again, this is consumer discretionary. You had an algorithm purchase of February 26th of 136. You're at 157 today. Their earnings are coming out on May 16th. Um, it's going strong. Again, you had a golden cross here. If this is, if this is any indication of where a target is going, you had a golden cross on March 29th, and it's continued its climb up. There was a slight pullback here uh, last week, April 12th, um, but nothing to write home about. It touched the uh, 21 day and use the 21 day as support and bounced off it. So um, the ma I wouldn't buy this one here, but again, just consumer discretionary. XLY, speaking of consumer discretionary, um, we had a buy yesterday on the XLY. Uh, this is largely Amazon, um, a buy at 182. Um, today it's trading at 184. There's a gap up here to about 185, it looks like. Um, which I think it's going to cover. The 50-day is looking to get back, um, but you did have that MACD cross up. This one is a 31% performance on the algorithm, 65% winner over 1,000 candles with just the asset. You had 12 wins and 13 losses. This is one that you just buy and hold, um, honestly. Um, I, I think 182 is probably a little bit, uh, you definitely have a head and shoulders pattern here on a four-hour chart. Um, where you've just got, yeah, it's forming a head and shoulders um, down at 167 and, and the shoulders are at, um, uh, that's the low point. Um, but you're going to, it's trading here between 190 and 180. Again, if you want to get in 182, don't think it's bad. Um, happy 420, Lulu, City adds Amazon to its focus list and Google is upgraded to buy. So right before. Um, that's the big thing. Uh, Procter and Gamble reported earnings. They are up 2% in pre-market. Um, this is one that is a bellwether. They're up to $160 per share. They went all the way up to 163. So it's pulling back a little bit. Um, let's look at some of the ones that are coming up on earnings. Uh, some of the social media platforms, Snap. Snap is one that's an interesting one. Um, they just had their Citigroup raise the price, uh, well, raise the rating from neutral to buy, um, and the price target goes to 50 from 41. Uh, Snap is one in the algorithm that I don't think it's yet um, uh, a buy. Let me see. Uh, oh, not SN. Snap is what I put in. SNAP. Um, so no, it's not a buy yet. It probably will be. They report next week, April 21st. Oh, I'm sorry. That's tomorrow. They report tomorrow. 
Um, you just had a purchase on March 17th, um, and you got out with an 11% gain. Um, purchase on March 17th for $31, you got out at $36, 11.16 on April 11th. So it was less than a month, 11%. Um, This is one where the nine day is kind of moving upwards towards the 21. The 21 is moving down. The 50 is still moving up. The 200 is kind of leveling off after moving down. You do have a gap here between 25 and 27. Now, Snap's earnings will depend, you know, they, they navigated the last earnings really, really well. Um, you had, right before earnings, you had a purchase of $30. You rode this up for, you know, within two days, you had a 15% gain and got out. That's where the exit kind of told you to get out. Um, so, um, it got you right back in. Literally, in the next candle, it got you, got you right back in. So, the algorithm works on this one. Um, uh, I will tell you the performance is 57% on the algorithm. It's 105 with buy and hold. Um, this one is a big swinger. A- again, when you're looking at this back, it's 52-week high is uh, $83 back in September of last year. So you're looking at quite a large swing. Uh, I think Snap is, when, go ask a teenager, what do they use? They use Snap. Um, that's a big one. Uh, some of the oils that report, <clears throat> um, we'll go over those, but Devon Energy, I don't think that they slipped under 60. Um, they're at 63. Again, my, I've been contemplating moving that price target on Devon because they haven't slipped under 60 to 65, where anything under 65 is a buy. Um, Oxy is one that I own. Um, let's look at Oxy. Uh, that is one that, yeah. You're still a buy at $61 um, back on April 8th. Um, Let's look at um, uh, Cleveland Cliffs, um, uh, CLF. This is one that came up on my radar yesterday. So CLF is one, it's interesting, Um, February 28th. And I stopped talking about this because I got out of it. And that's the only reason I stopped talking about it. But February 25th, you had a buy-in at $21. You would have just gotten out of that on April 12th. So last week with a 46% gain. Since then, it's been floundering and the MACD has been coming down. The RSI is at 53. This one could absolutely use that 50-day as support level again, just like it did on February 24th. Um, do I think it's going back to, let's see where, uh, it's 52 week high was 34 just on April 4th, um, which indicates a 10% move. Uh, I think it could bounce off the 50 day and go back to 54. They've got earnings coming out on April 21st. Um, their last earnings was on February 10th. I, I I'd like to put this one in a buy. Uh, I'm going to put this one down in my notes as a buy. Um, because that MACD is going to cross up um, by, by, by. Um, that's what I'm putting in my notes. Um, I'll probably put $10,000 into this one. Again, I, I, I jumped out too early. I took my 10%. Uh, I saw the candle on March 7th um, go down, and I took my $26 sale, and boom, I got out. I got my 20% on that one. Um, this is an amazing, amazing chart. Um, the, the performance is 200% on the algorithm. It's 670% with just buying and holding. So over a thousand candles. Uh, that's amazing. Just, just completely amazing. Some of the final trades interested me last night on, um, uh, CNBC's final, uh, the, the after hours show. One that really caught my eye was Southern company. Um, You had a buy-in on Southern Company at $64 on February 28th. Um, You're at $76 today. It's quite a move when you look at this chart. Um, This is one performance on the, uh, this is a utility company, by the way. They are my utility, Georgia Power. Um, Their earnings come out on April 27th. I can tell you they rake me over the coals with their electric prices. I think we're at uh, 16, 17 cents per kilowatt hour. and I have an electric car. 
I am by far saving money with my electric car. Um, but oh, by the way, Netflix down to two fifty. So when I started the podcast, it was two fifty five. Um, so uh, I do think Southern Company, it its RSI is at sixty three. The MACD is coming down. Um, but again, they have earnings next week. Their ex dividend date is May thirteenth. Um, they will probably announce the 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 earnings. This one, it's an energy company. Um, they have higher input costs, but they can pass along that to the consumer because they're a utility. I think this is a good opportunity to get in here. You're not going to get a hundred percent gain on this one. Again, the last uh, the last purchase, you'd still be in it. There were uh, two purchases. Uh, December 6th, the last one around earnings. Let's look at the last one around earnings. So right before earnings on October 4th, well, th- th- here's an earnings. Um, you would have gotten out before earnings uh, at around $67 on February 8th, and it continued to slide into earnings. And that was February 16th. And it continued to slide after earnings. Let me see. They had a uh, earnings supplies of plus 2%. In the last one, um, earnings per share report is 36 cents. That's minus 23% from Q4 2020. Um, so uh, you had to slide. But then on February 28th, uh, a week after the, the, the earnings, you had a buy-in at $64. You have not gotten out of that buy since this, this came. So uh, obviously, everything's priced into the street. Um, this is one I, I would say. I'll probably take my chances on with a small buy. Um, so um, one other thing I wanted to point out, Tom on Twitter, who always gives me great shipping uh, information, DAC, I, I mentioned it yesterday. We had a buy at 92. This is at 93.30 today. Um, that is up 5% in the last five days. Again, since Tom recommended it, up 5% in five days. Um, GSL is another one he recommended, Global Ship Lease. This is one he recommended. It is up 12% in the last five days. We had a buy-in on April 14th at uh, 24.44. You're at 26.20 today. Um, This one is going to trade back up to 29. Um, It's just, it's got a golden cross. Um, Well, I'm sorry. The nine is just moving positive. The 21-day bounced off the, the 200 day. Uh, the 50-day is still kind of moving a little bit, but I think you're going up to that 50-day, which is $27. dollars So you're at $26.20 today, $26. TGH is another one. Again, Tom, uh, DAC up 5% in the last five days. GSL up 12% in the last five days. TGX, Textainer Group Holdings. This is one we had a buy-in here at $35.16 um, on April 18th. This one is now at 36.80. TGH up 10% in the last five days. So the three that Tom had his biggest conviction on are just absolutely killing it in the last five days. Um, again, I think these are, these are good companies. I think they're, 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 um, the opportunity is there. Um, let's look at some of our other shippers, Zim. Um, Tom, is, Tom is a big uh, proponent of Zim. As a trade, not an own. You're at, you're at a fifty-five dollar uh, purchase on April eighteenth, so Monday. You're at sixty sixty dollars and twenty cents today. That's a ten percent move right there. Um, close to it. It'll probably be ten percent on today. Uh, let's look at GOGL. GOGL is one that I owned. It slipped yesterday um, and just trashed down to thirteen dollars, but it closed at thirteen fifty. Um, it's trading at 1325 pre-market. Um, the 10 day volume is 4.4. The 90 day volume is 3.3 million. So you're looking at quite a big volume, uh, in this one. And remember this one paid a 90 cent dividend. Uh, let's look at it on our algorithm. Uh, the algorithm on GOGL, uh, you'd still be in from the April 13th buy at $12 and 31 cents. The RSI has slipped down. It, it hit a few candles ago. It was at 73. It slipped down to 62. Uh, my assumption is that this will go down again today. I think you'll have another chance at the $13. I think it's going to use this uh, 21 day, which is at 1275 right now. I think you're going to see that one play 
a pretty good support role. It is right now just hovering around the 50-day. Um, their earnings are coming out on May 18th. Um, so uh, EGLE is another one that, that Tom had mentioned. Um, DAC, by the way, is the one that I, I think he's got the biggest conviction on from, from the analyst that he follows. Uh, EGLE, Eagle Bulk, uh, this is one that is, we had a buy-in April 14th at $68, trading at $69.53. So, uh, huge, huge opportunities out there. Uh, Abbott Labs reported, by the way, I do own them. They're down 2%. Um, didn't look into that. So the ARCs are up in the pre-market. Ethereum is up in the pre-market. Um, it does look like it's a green day with the futures. I have gone on rambling a long, long time. Uh, Shopify, by the way, which almost touched 600 yesterday, is down 1.5%. Um, that is one that I still feel bad about recommending anything under 700 at a positive April because that has been anything but positive in the month of April. Um, Twitter's up 1%. Elon's going to take it over with a tender offer is kind of what they're reading into his, uh, stuff. Um, let me see if there's anything else. Um, I don't see, uh, oh, some of the, uh, agriculture companies, Mosaic, these are down in the pre-market. Um, MOS, uh, you know, I don't know if it necessarily presents a buying opportunity, but it closed at 77.98. It's at 76.50 in the pre-market. Right now, it's not enough of a pullback to to kill the buy. The buy was uh, February 2nd at $42. You've got earnings coming up on um, May 3rd. Uh, They moved, um, like I said yesterday, somebody, Bank of America uh, moved it. This is one time I wanted to. Bank of America lowered Archer Daniels and Bungie to hold while raising their price targets because of the run. Um, Mosaic is part of that. So if you look at Archer Daniels, uh, Daniels, um, ADM, let's look at that one. They were down yesterday, still hasn't gotten you out of the buy. The buy at uh, February 28th at 77.59, using the 21 day as support. You've got earnings coming up. April 25th, next week. I would say this one is probably a buy. I mean, there's no way their earnings is bad. This is a, a phenomenal company. We'll, we'll probably give you more guidance to the upside. Um, that MACD is just crazy high, but the RSI is 61. Uh, the MACD did cross under, but with moving averages, the algorithm wouldn't get you out. Uh, algorithm performance is 65%. Just buying and holding this one's 166%. Um, so uh, Halliburton, by the way, if you want to look at oil earnings, um, Halliburton yesterday, they can't keep, they're an oil, um, uh, oil uh, equipment supplier. They can't keep their stuff in stock. They can't sell it fast enough. That's essentially what they said on earnings yesterday. Um, it was a phenomenal earnings report. Uh, with uh, um, a great, um, uh, sorry, I just I got a note too. I'm looking at SBLK. I just remembered that one. That's part of the shippers. Um, that one's been running. It's it, we had a buy at April 14th at twenty eight dollars and thirty one cents. We'd already be up ten percent on that one. So, um, but if you want to look at the oils, Chevron is one. Um, CVX. Uh, this one, I think they're going to announce incredible earnings. The earnings are coming out next week, April 29th. Um, I can't imagine them having anything other than a record earnings quarter. You'd still be in the, the trade um, for February 25th at 139. It's at 171. This is a bellwether stock with, what, 5% dividend or something? Um, ExxonMobil, um, which I own. Uh, Exxon Mobil is at 87. You'd be in this trade from March 23rd. I'm sorry, March 22nd, 81.76. They've got their earnings coming up next week on the 28th. Again, can't imagine that this one doesn't announce something crazy like a, a special dividend or something. Uh, I think you're at 52 week highs on this one. Let me just look. Um, 
XOM 52-week high is $91 on March 8th. So you're trading at $88. You're right around there. RSI is pulled back to 59. It's not crazy to think about. Um, that's one that I own. MPLX, let's see if what they're doing. This is one that the Master Limited Partnership, uh, it was, it, I think it was Exxon that, that kind of spun this one off. You'd be in it. 3270 from March 22nd. You're at 3497 now. Crazy because MPLX, I think they're still a 13% dividend. It might have been down to eight. I think when I bought it there, yeah, the dividend yield is eight. When I first bought this, um, let me tell you my, my average purchase price on this one. Um, MPLX average purchase price is $20.33. So uh, I bought it a while ago. It's uh, returned 80% for me over the time, um, plus a dividend. I mean, my $10,000 investment is now $18,000. So uh, crazy, crazy, crazy good. So uh, one other one that I wanted to mention, which was a final trade yesterday also that I liked, was uh, GXO. Uh, GXO Logistics is a warehousing kind of company. Um, like PDX, I think is the other one that that's a big one. Um, this is one it just triggered a buy at fifty nine twenty eight. This one has been sliding. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but it's a logistics company. Uh, the algorithm would lose you two percent. Just buying and holding this stock would gain you twenty nine percent. The average loss is three percent. The average win is six percent. This one has been beaten down so far. Um, I didn't do a lot of research into this one, but, uh, I did, there was one trader who had high conviction on it. Um, there was an insider sale yesterday, senior director, Jacobs Bradley, um, sold 5,447,000 shares, um, for 300 million, $311 million. So that could be why there's a lot of insider selling. Um, that's crazy. Wow. This dude, um, they scheduled their earnings call for May 5th. So uh, the 10-day volume is 1.7 million shares. Uh, and wow, uh, GXO, is this right? They're at, they closed at $62. Um, they're at $64 in pre-market. And we just had a buy on yesterday's candle at $59.28. Wow. And yes, you could have gotten it at that price because it was at $58 as of uh, 3.45 yesterday afternoon. I don't know what happened here. Um, wow. But GXO, um, there's still $105, $106 price targets out there. So GXO Logistics, um, you could double your money. In a, there's 2% short interest on this one. The volume is there. The bounce looks like it's there. It's oversold. The, um, you know, their earnings are coming up May 5th. Like I said, uh, this could be one that I'll put on the watch list. But uh, from 59 yesterday to 64 today, big move. Okay, I've rambled enough. Uh, again, Cleveland Cliffs, I think this one's a good opportunity. It's setting up nicely. Uh, Lululemon, I think you, you buy that one uh, for the 485.52 week high. Consumer discretionary, um, Walmart, Target. I think that's a great opportunity. Uh, Microsoft will have a cross-up today. Google will have a cross-up. Um, GBTC was a cross-up. I think you put money into that one. Amazon's a buy uh, cross-up yesterday. AMD cross-up. Um, Netflix, wait for $230. It's already down to $250. I don't think $230 is unheard of. Um, uh, Tom with his TGH, GSL, and DAC. DAC in particular had a good uh, a good buy and, and nice chart. <clears throat> Snap earnings coming up. I think you've got a good opportunity there. Um, uh, SLB Schlumberger. I didn't talk about this one. Schlumberger. Um, this is a, a good opportunity. Let me see. You had a buy at 42.64. They report on Friday. Um, you've had a, a little bit of a run on this one. The algorithm performance is 29%. The uh, asset performance is 163%. And that asset performance is mainly from 
some of the big moves that you're seeing here. Um, December 22nd, you had a buy-in at $29. This one ran all the way up to uh, $42. And it, it's holding at the $42 range, the 52-week high. Let me look, uh, is somewhere, um, let me see, it's 41, 46 on May 8th. Um, so you're at, you know, $3 away, 10% from its 52-week. Uh, uh, they report on Friday. Can't imagine that they don't have a, uh, a, good, um, a, a good report. Schlumberger is technology for the energy industry. It's energy. How are they going to have a bad report? So it's oil and gas equipment because it's software. Um, the forward PE is 16. The PE is 32. Um, they're going to up their guidance. So to keep that forward PE, they're going to up their guidance probably for the next year. Uh, oil isn't going anywhere. So um, there's on Finviz and Finance and uh, Yahoo Finance. And I don't like this Zach's consensus stuff. Uh, but um, the consensus earnings per share has been revised uh, 12% lower over the last 30 days. Um, collectively reassured their initial estimates over the period. Investors keep in mind that the direction of the estimates provisioned by each of the covering analysts may not always get reflected in the aggregate change. Um, yeah, so they're, they're lowering their earnings estimates. The analysts are, but the analysts are always wrong. I mean, this is software, so uh, it's software and oil. So it's software and energy. Again, we had a buy. I don't know too much about this company. I haven't followed it too much. Um, their dividend yield is 1.15%, so it's not big. Um, the 10-day the volume is 9 million versus the 90-day volume of 15 million. So you could have a, a, a good opportunity here. Um, do I think it's going back to 48? If they announce a crazy earnings, um, you know, their last earnings share was... Uh, <clears throat> Per share was 41 cents. That's an 86% over the Q4 from the previous year. Um, it was an earnings surprise of 20%. Uh, analysts have been lowering their expectation. But uh, let's see. Let's go back to, if I go back to the daily. This was one that was brought up. I think um, Stephanie on um, CNBC Final Call brought it up. I think she had it. Um, let's see, April of last year, you're looking at 21 cents per share, uh, which they announced it was a minus 16% versus Q1 2020. Um, so again, their, their, their earnings have been going up. If they announce another record earnings, I can't imagine that you, and again, I will point this out. Anything you think, you know, is already priced in the market. So don't try and outsmart it. But that was one that I wanted to bring up. And with that, I will stop talking. I will talk more tomorrow. Have fun. Bye.